Welcome back to Love Valley. This is Allie. And I'm just going to get to it straight away. Today we're talking about signs and the stars and dates. Today is 11-22-2021, November 22nd, 2021. And it just has a good ring to it, a good look. I'm in love with this day. So we're talking about signs and the stars and dates and the fates. Just everything. All of this magical, whimsy, woo-woo stuff. You know I love it. So that's what we're on. This past Friday, we had a lunar eclipse on November 19th. And if you're in my immediate circles, you have heard me talk about it a lot because I'm obsessed with it. Because it's had this unexplainable truth. Everything that's been prophesied about this eclipse and what it means just based on the stars and where they're aligned while this moon is covered by the earth and the sun can't shine on it. The effects that have been described have been so spot on in my life, in Tristan's life, in Mabry's life, in Lindy's life, in all of my friends' lives. And I want to talk about it. So that's what we're on today, that lunar eclipse. This is a spur of the moment episode, as per usual. And it's unplanned. It's just whatever comes out, comes out. So I guess I'll just start by saying this full moon on November 19th in the lunar eclipse was a Taurus full moon. And it's interesting because, well, before we get to Taurus, let's start with Scorpio and eclipses. Eclipse season starts right after Scorpio season every year, I think. And Scorpio is the sign of death and rebirth. It's just all about change and transformation. I love that. And so I looked back on where I was at during that month-long period of time. And it was in my reinvention. You saw it. You were here. When I couldn't quit talking about just how bad I wanted to reinvent myself. I think that was right about that time. I was so obsessed with these ideas of like new lifestyle, new routine, new clothes, new hair, new everything. And at this point, I'm just in the middle of it, of the process of reinvention. I just ordered some new jeans, some new workout clothes. I have this new lifestyle. I'm living it now. So the reinvention is in full swing. But the idea and the obsession, the planning, all happened in Scorpio season. That was my rebirth, my death and rebirth. And eclipses are all about the same thing, death and rebirth, change, transformation. So here we are on Friday, November 19th, and there is an eclipse. And there are these effects looming in the air surrounding the humans right before the eclipse, leading up to it. And the effects are wild. I'm going to tell you 
what I was experiencing this week first. I've been on this trip, this journey of the reinvention of striving to take care of myself differently, to go outside more and be on walks, to eat even more fruits and vegetables and proteins and just whole foods. I've been stretching each night when I eat, not every single night, but just in the evenings, stretching, in the mornings, stretching, doing yoga, um, relaxing, reading, getting my homework done early, all of those things. Those are part of the reinvention. And this past week, leading up to the eclipse, I was just feeling different. I was kind of blocked a little bit. And I felt like my body was fighting me. It just didn't want me to be disciplined. And I talked about this in last week's episode. Just that I was kind of blocked. And the stress had hit me. Like my hair was just falling out. And I ended up like my left ear, I can't hear out of it still. I can, but it's fuzzy and it rings all the time. So I'm going to go to the doctor tomorrow. My hair is just shedding more. My ear is being silly and just not listening. Um, I've been so tired and whack out of my mind. And so clingy. Every night when Tristan comes over, uh, we'll watch our shows, we'll snuggle, we'll stretch. We always do like stretching in the evenings now together. And we will have some food, relax. Lately we've been watching Great British Baking Show. We'll just goof around and be silly and laugh and have tickle fights or whatever and the second he tries to leave I've just been like no more than usual I'm always like that I'm always a little koala and I just wrap myself around him and don't let him walk away but lately it's a thousand times crazier I just can't stand the idea of him walking out of the house I want him to stay forever (laughs) and so that's where I've been at with that. I've been extra clingy, extra lovey. Just at work, I'll just, I don't know, maybe be a little inappropriate at work. Um, not anything crazy, but just silly and more affectionate and like give him little cheeky glances that linger too long. And he'll just check me out too much. And it's just obvious. And We've just been on this little kick lately, a little love kick. So that's one symptom. That other symptom, I didn't name it. That was like my physical signs of stress coming out and burnout. And another thing, he has just had crazy appetites. His body is just fighting him right now. He's trying to cut. And so... He was on like a mini bulk for a while there, but now he's cutting because he's going to do a little bodybuilding competition in the spring. And he, he's just, I don't know, had the craziest appetite the last week. He just can't quit thinking about food and is more hungry than usual. 
it's weird. Usually, like, he can be satisfied with food and just eat um, raw foods and less calories but still be okay. But th- that last week, he couldn't. He had an endless appetite. And there were other things, too. Like, he was just, like, insatiable. And so we were having this conversation couple nights ago and I had been telling him about just how it was interesting that that day I'd or the day before I'd watched a video on the full moon and the eclipse and what it had said and it had said those exact same things and I told him we had this talk um about how how it was explained. I told him a little bit about what what I remembered from the video and what it had said and how it explained those symptoms and how it explained everything that we were facing right then, just all of our silly little effects and how they weren't ours, really. Not our souls and highest selves' prospects. It was affected by the energy around us. And I'll pause right there and I'm just going to read you what I wrote from the video. Um, let me find the video so I can tell you what it was called. Okay. It's called Full Moon Lunar Eclipse by Alina Alive. It was on YouTube. And so I talked about that to him. And the next morning I woke up and I decided to rewatch the video and just like see what it had said because I was going to do these journal prompts that it prompted at the end of the video I didn't even end up doing them I just ended up um writing them down but I decided you know what let me just watch the whole video again and at the first time I'd watched I'd just been like getting ready for bed whatever not paying tons of attention so I watched it again and I just found all of the synchronicities And this is what I wrote down. Full Moon, November 19th, 2021. I find it wild that this week I've struggled to live in a disciplined manner and recognized my body's upset with the stress. More hairs to come out in the shower, a hard time to fall asleep, fatigue and drained energy finding it hard to do things, and I've even gotten a sore throat and cough out of nowhere, unexplainable. This full moon is about lying back and living intuitively. Wow, I think I wrote that. I wrote that on the day of the full moon. That's crazy. Okay. The next day is when I, um, the next morning was when, yeah, I, watched the video again and recorded more. I wrote about it in my journal. This eclipse is about Taurian and Scorpionic energies, about change and extreme transformation, lifted intuition, emotion, relationships, and romance. The Scorpio sun opposite a Taurus moon creates a quest to be open to shadow work and to be in tune with the external world, to find balance between the two. Taurus wants us to indulge in the senses, and Scorpio wants us to reflect. How do we ground ourselves in that? The moon squares off Jupiter, which means tension, between Taurus, where the moon is, sensory, 
Taurus representing the sensory, the body, the physical world, and Jupiter representing abundance, fortune, and good luck. Because they're squaring each other, there's a possibility of overindulgence. The moon trine Pluto brings acceptance between sen senses and subconscious. Senses being the moon and Taurus, Pluto being the subconscious. Pluto energy is Scorpio energy. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. There's a major focus on inner work. And Venus is huge. Love and romance. Deep understanding of what we value most. Deeper understanding of the patterns in our lives. There's a focus on love, relationships, and finances. Eclipses bring new beginnings. Changes in relationships, new information, and stronger bonds through figuring those things out together. Ground yourself in nature and body. Movement, massage, meditation, baths, talk therapy, grounding. And explore triggers, and the thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings lead to actions. Actions lead back to thought cycle. That was my little note. And then back to what she said. You perceive the world based on your shadow self's projections. We're going to talk about another reading in this episode, but that's the first one. The first little moon reading. And um, it was insane because it was so spot on. With that note of overindulgence, that was Tristan and his big appetites. And with the thought about trying to connect the physical body, to balance the physical body and the spiritual body, the subconscious. That was me. How many times have I said that my quest in life is just to figure out how to live in the body and how to live in the soul? And just like bringing those two pieces together to be a human that's my thing. So it talked about that. And that's exactly what I've been doing lately. I've always said that I've just been like, my life has been a lead up to this moment. And that I was always trying to balance those two things and only ever capable of having one of them at a time, the body or the soul in fulfillment in alignment. And it's just recently that I have this wild capacity to do both. And that's what this moment has been about. And this eclipse is finding the balance. And the rejection from my body, the stress, the hair falling out, the inability to sleep. That was partly just from energy in the air, collective energy. And from like a purging, I think, of that old pattern of not being able to reconcile the body and the soul and now it's just kind of over now it's so easy to do both i think there are just moments in life where you want something so bad for so long and then one day you wake up and you just realize that you can do it easily and you just do it easily and i'm at one of those right now with the body and the soul and then on that other note of oops I keep clanking the microphone against the pop filter. I'm sorry if there are little clanking noises um, that are really sharp and loud. I hope I'm not making you lose your left ear too. 
And on the shadow work side of things, I hope Tristan doesn't mind how much I just talk about um, very personal things about him on this podcast. But he and I had this conversation that night, that same night, about how he's taught me so much. And I understand that my capacity now to master the body and the soul, to reconcile them, to live in unity between the two is a result of him in my life his presence. I've never been able to do that before. Even when I've dated guys very similar to him who are like jockey and really into health and um, the body and just so connected to the physical world, they've never rubbed off on me like this. We haven't had this like chemical combination that just kind of makes everything fall into place. But with him, it just does. And He's taught me so much on how to embrace the masculine, my own yin-yang masculine, how to be disciplined, how to live in the physical world, how to not be a completely esoteric being or being that's completely overruled by the physical. He's taught me how to harness it. And I said to him, I've been thinking about this forever. And this goes back to a different sign. One night at girls' night, we did a little juge, and I passed around all these crystals, and Tristan was the second to last to pick one. I just got whatever one was left, but um, I passed around a bag of crystals, and everyone picked one. There were only two left when it got to him, and he picked one that was a bit rectangular, squarish, with really soft edges and little white streaks, creamy little streaks, like spilled milk, into this oatmeal colored stone that was just smooth and soft and shiny and gorgeous and he said what is it what does mine mean and I said I don't know that's the only one that I've never had before I just bought it the day before and so the girls were talking and he and I alone just in the middle of the room while they chit-chatted kind of did our own thing we looked it up And it was the moonstone. I knew it was moonstone. I just didn't know what it did. And it was all about embracing femininity. And he had to leave early that night. It was the night before Halloween and he had Sophie with him. And so he left and it was just the girls and I. And we did a little space making. And I realized that I needed to help him to become in tune with his feminine because he's done me this service of teaching me the masculine. And all of our friends always tell us that we're just this perfect yin and yang. He is the embodiment of masculinity, and I am the embodiment of femininity. And so, at heart, lately I'm not as much, not so gentle, and but I'm very spiritual and esoteric. That still stands. <laughs> and so... That night, I realized when I made space, it just kind of spilled from my lips that I was my turn to teach and to show him how I do things intuitively and to teach him about shadow work. And that's where that came back into play in the eclipse. The eclipse had so much energy around shadow work. Right after I'd put up this episode just out of the middle of nowhere, And I'd spent the whole weekend 
diving into my shadow work. It's just this energy surrounding everyone. And then I get told, oh yeah, well that's just normal right now. Everyone's experiencing that. And then I realize, oh my gosh, this is what I have been feeling like I need to do with Tristan. And he kind of brought it up to me, just that he he needed to figure things out deep inside of him. And I said, that's shadow work and we can do that. And this is my turn to teach you and to show you how I live intuitively and how I do this stuff. And I sent him home that night. It was so late. It was like almost 2 a.m., I think. And I said, listen to my podcast tomorrow. And he said, okay, I'll listen to it on my way home. And he did, the one about shadow work. And it was just crazy how we had that conversation that night after a Great British Baking Show about my week and how crazy it had been and all of my little symptoms and about his week and how crazy it had been and all of his little symptoms. And I said, this sounds a lot like that little video I listened to earlier. And we talked about shadow work and all of that stuff. And it was just exactly spot on with what we were facing that week. And it was sh- it was so shocking. It was jarring. And then, just yesterday, I listened to another video from Lior Alexandra. And I'll read, you, I'll read you a little bit about what I wrote about this one. It said, I listened to Lior Alexandra's full moon and Taurus eclipse energy reading tonight. She mentioned a lot about the physical body's signs of overwork and burnout. Spot on. And about Venus. I didn't realize, but pennies are a symbol of Venus. And for some reason, I've been religiously putting on my penny necklace lately. Tonight, I got out of my car and greeted the brightest, wildest celestial body right before my eyes. I think it was Venus. Lior said that um, the energy of Venus is likely trying to work with us. And we should be keeping our eyes peeled for pennies and for her name in books, songs presenting to us. And I felt that deeply. It was just bizarre that as I've been in this love fest too, and as I've been obsessed with the reinvention, with like this physical change in the world, Taurus, who's ruled by Venus, that kind of physical stuff, but also Venus, just the love stuff, that we... That I hear this, and it's just talking about how that sort of energy is trying to reach out to a lot of people. And it's me. I'm one of them. I don't wear my penny necklace all that often. But lately, I've been wearing it constantly. My friend Rach makes these little jewels of coins. They're just necklaces, bracelets, not bracelets, sorry. Necklaces, earrings, and rings. And they're made out of mini pennies and mini dimes and mini quarters and they're precious they're so cute and i've always worn it like on occasion when i feel like i want something really dainty and sweet and just when i'm in the mood but not as a daily necklace i've never been that into necklaces except for the last month or so where i've been wearing it every day just about And it's a Venus thing. Right as I've been in the middle of this reinvention, my thoughts revolving around beauty. 
and I realized that I'm just that everything is so connected to the stars and the moon and we live in this earth and this is such a hippie-ish episode and a hippie-ish thought but it's all connected we live on this planet we eat fruits and vegetables that grow from its soil and up in the sky made out of the same stardust and beginning what are they called elements periodic table elements there are bodies of light and i don't know they're just kind of doing the same thing that we're doing they're all connected the stars the moon the sun they're all connected to what's going on down here they're all made of the same things they're all a part of our existence we can see them it was crazy that right when i parked my car on my way home the night that i listened to lior's video which focused a little more on venus i parked my car and right in front of my eyes, just straight in front of my vision, there's this star in the sky, brighter than a star. And it had a halo around it, a glow. I was just shocked. And I went inside, I listened to that vid video. And I, when I was out there, I was like, that must be a planet. But I go inside, I listen to Lou. Ugh, my words are awful today. Please forgive me. It's about midnight. And... Uh, I just am not speaking well. But I listen to Lior. And she says, Venus is trying to communicate with a lot of people. Just the energy of love and beauty. It's trying to reach people. It's prevalent. And keep an eye out for it. Because if you're seeing it everywhere, it means it's for you. And then I think back on that star and I just know it was Venus. It was her, that planet. It's crazy. All these little signs. And then today, I'm on campus. And I meet up with Lindy Lou. And she says, everyone in my life is moving right now. My grandparents, who have lived in this town their entire damn lives, are moving. And then I have four other people, or three other people, that are moving. And I said, well, yeah, it's just what's going on right now. Extreme change. And we talk about this stuff and all of these changes and things. And it makes so much sense. And she says, yeah, you're right. I can think of a thousand ways that's true for people around me. And then Maybree comes. where all three of us are together. And Maybree has a little secret that she, I can't say. But anyway, it has to do with love and Venus and new beginnings. And the possibility of one. And so... She had texted us in the middle of the night last night and said, Guys, I have to tell you something tomorrow. And I'm dying to hear from her. I can't wait. She calls me when I'm in class. I call her when I get out. And it's just about someone. And weeks ago, she'd, for like a month and a half probably, we've been talking at work about how we just are at a point where, I don't know, she's she's not sure about where she stands with romance and just feels like it's blocked from her. She can't, it, it's not her thing. Like love isn't her thing, romantic love. And she can't really figure it out and she doesn't really want it. 
and but at the same time she kind of does and I said maybe the second you start putting out your vibes that you want love that you're open to it the men are gonna just start flocking in and she's like no Allie no 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 way no way no way no way and I keep telling her I'm right I promise you and just a few weeks later this happens this insane experience and so that's where we're at now she shows up today and she goes you're a prophet and I said I know I know it's what I've been trying to tell everyone my whole life but I I don't know it's just all these alignments it's not me it's just things that I've learned from everyone else around me and the stars and everything I think we're all prophets (laughs) but those are the alignments this is just some silly episode but it's just to say just to share stories about how everything is connected so it's interesting also because this this past week i've been planning an episode on miracles and little signs about my energy healing my reiki session about my tarot readings my palm reading about astrological events just like this and it i didn't realize that the eclipse was even coming until it was here pretty much um but the timing couldn't have been better and the signs couldn't have been more aligned and those videos popping up on my feed and me actually clicking on them when i very rarely do it was just crazy um i want to save that video though for later I mean that podcast episode about the other signs, the energy reading, healing, the palm reading, those things I want to save because they will be long. But today I just want to say it's insane how connected it all is, all of the signs, all of the alignments, how everything's in line. And I'll post the pictures and stuff that I that inspired this episode on my story. I'll highlight them and my I'll make a little podcast highlight and put them in there, but it's just crazy to me. And to everyone that I've talked about this to, they all just say, "Geez, Allie, your wooey-wooey stuff kind of is true." Sometimes it is, I guess. Maybe it's not always, but I can have a hunch that it is most of the time. And so, that's that. Oh wait, I don't think I even told you why I made this podcast episode. Did I? Did I say that it was just this evening, I'd wanted to, I saw this picture about the full moon and what's coming next in November, the last week of November, and I thought, geez, that's that feels so aligned and so true and I wanted to put on my story then I realized well maybe I should also post something about the lunar eclipse and then I realized well maybe I should record a little video for some backstory and then I realized well maybe I should just record a whole podcast episode about it and now we're here and that's where we're at let me tell you a little bit more about this evening though There's another person I told about this, someone who also needs 
a lot of shadow work. And it's just crazy. I've had this conversation with four people that are very close to me and that have been very affected by the stars and the moon and the planetary alignments right now. And I don't know. I don't even know what else to say, but it's miraculous. I think that's it. This is a short little episode. I think I might just make it a bonus. But that's that. That's why I wanted to talk about this tonight. It's why I... I just wanted to say that it's connected and tell you those little tales because they're so crazy. And I think there are answers when you're curious, when you're confused, you can look up into the sky and be shown why. Why things are behaving certain ways, why you are behaving certain ways, why people in your life are. There are so many different things to find up there. You can predict the future with them. I think sometimes it really does work. If that's what you want and if it's what's best for you. So... I guess I'll leave on that. I love you. Love, Allie.